بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهداه um, Today's Tuesday we're supposed to have fiqh but since we are about to enter into a new year in a couple of hours we're going to start the 2020 and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran in Surah Al-Anbiya اقترب للناس حسابهم وهم في غفلة معرضون this is the first ayah of Surah Al-Anbiya that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the time of their hisab, the time of their reckoning is getting close while they are in a state of heedlessness, turned away. And we all know that, subhanAllah, the son of Adam is made of a group of days. We are made of a group of days. And every day that passes by takes with it part from you. As Al-Hasan Al-Basri rahimahullah says, مَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا مَجْمُوعَةٌ مِنَ الْأَيَّامِ You are nothing but a group of days. And every day that goes by or passes by, it takes one part with it from you. And it's important, subhanAllah, to evaluate your deeds. And this is, they call it in the Sharia Muhasabatun Nafs, self-examination self-inspection and we need that once in a while that you need to sit with yourself and to go over your day or your week or the last year what is your plan for tomorrow this is very important and this is part of the our religion muhasabatun nafs and one of the most important ways of preparing oneself for that reckoning is by evaluating one's own deeds. And this is where a person reflects upon the deeds that he performed in the past, whether that day, that week, that month, that year, and is currently performing and also plans to perform in the future. This is the meaning of muhasaba. You think about what you have done in the past. If it is good, you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. And if you see any shortcomings, any mistakes, then you seek Allah's forgiveness. You, look, you take a look at the deeds that you are performing right now, and also what is your plan for tomorrow. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهِ وَالْتَنْظُرْ نَفْسٌ مَا قَدَّمَتْ لِغَدٍ O oh, you who believe, be conscious of Allah, and let every soul look to what he or she has sent forth for tomorrow. Look at what, what you have sent forth for tomorrow, meaning Judgment Day. And also one of the very famous statements of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu, he says, anfusakum qabla an Reckon yourselves before you are to be reckoned. And weigh your deeds before they are to be weighed. It is much easier upon you today to reckon yourself today than it will be tomorrow and beautify yourself for the greatest appearance that day you shall be presented before your Lord and not a secret of yours shall be hidden. Not a secret of yours shall be hidden. 
قبل أن تحاسبوا وزنوا أعمالكم قبل أن توزن عليكم وتزينوا للعرض الأكبر يومئذ تعرضون لا تخفى منكم خافية And the question is how you do that self-inspection or self-examination What should I do? And the ulama put certain steps are very important insha'Allah ta'ala Very very important The most important one of them when you evaluate your deeds and take account of your, your actions, they said, number one, you look at the fara'it. What is your relationship with the fara'it? This is number one. What is your relationship with the fara'it? What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon us? What is required of you? This is the very first question. What is your relationship with the five daily prayers? What is your relationship with the zakah, fasting in the month of Ramadan, your hajj, you look at the fara'id, everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon us, what is your relationship with that fard? If you're not performing any of them, then you must know that you are committing a big sin. And you must make up for that sin. What if I'm doing them? Then the second question is, you must consider the qualities of those actions. So you two things, performing or not performing. If you're not performing them, then you must, يعني, you must decide to rectify your behavior and repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you're performing them, am I performing them in the best way possible, in the best manner? Am I praying with sakina, with calmness, with tranquility, or just uh, my two rak'ahs finishes in less than a minute and I do not perfect my recitation, I do not even understand what I'm reciting in my ruku' and sujood? So very important, inshallah ta'ala, to consider the qualities of those actions, of those fara'id. This is number one. Once you find that okay, look at the nawafil, the voluntary acts of worship. Even though you're not required to perform them, but it's very important to perform them. It's very, very important to perform them because the voluntary acts of worship are made to fix any deficiency that you have in your fara'id. Right? If you have any shortcomings in your salah, in your siyam, in your zakah, that voluntary sunan and voluntary fasting and voluntary sadaqat are made Subhanallah, to close that gap and to fill that gap. So this is number number two. Also, the true believer should consider each and every sin. Each and every sin. Minor sins, major sins, private sins, public sins. Allah says in the Quran, Avoid all sins, open and secret. And by the way, one of the signs of the true believers is that he or she takes every sin seriously. Very seriously. You know that the statement that people say, what's wrong with that? Right? But the true believer, subhanAllah, takes every sin, every sin, very seriously. Sometimes the people pray, but they never pray on time. And they say, at least I'm praying. Right? At least I'm praying. This is subhan. The true believer does not take it lightly like that. That's why Ibn Mas'ud said in a very powerful uh, statement, he said, 
the, the true believer or the believer sees his sins as if he's sitting at the base of a mountain, at the bottom of a mountain. And then that believer is he's afraid all the time it might collapse upon him. Right? So always subhanAllah, he looks at it as something big. And the wicked or the, the sinner looks at his sins like what? Like a fly. Landed upon his nose. Fly is not heavy, right? Mosquito is not heavy. Landed upon his nose. In order to get rid of it, you just do like this. You will motion it away. Like this. And then it will go away. Look at the difference between the believer and the sinner. The believer, the sins for him is very heavy. But the sinners, their sins like a fly, some flies, landed upon their nose. This is how they look at them. So the true believer takes each and every act very seriously. And this is one of the signs of their faith, the strong faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also from the, so you look at the fara'id, you look at the nawafil, you look at the, the, the sins that you commit and you seek Allah's forgiveness. And also you must consider, you look at your intention. The niyyah is very important, but also the niyyah is not enough. Good intention by itself is not enough. Good intention must accompany it by, the, by righteous amal. These two things go hand in hand. If you have good intention, but the amal is not righteous, then first you have to fix that. If the action is righteous, the act is righteous, but the intention is not good, then you have to fix your intention before embarking upon that act. Otherwise, if we just use the good intention, at least my intention is good, then we'll end up making a lot of mistakes, committing a lot of bid'as, just by simply using the good intention. And this is very, very important, inshallah. Sometimes the deed looks beautiful from outside. right? According to the, the outward signs of the Sharia, the deed is amazing. The deed is very proper, but the internal intention, right, may ruin any reward or any benefit from that deed. Even, subhanAllah, even in the middle of the act, in the middle of the act, the Prophet sallallahu said, yani, the, the, the thing that he fears the most for his ummah, the thing that he fears the most for his ummah, a man was praying. He was praying. And in the very beginning, his intention was so good. And that man, while praying, he noticed that a man was sitting in the masjid, observing his prayer, looking at him. And then the Prophet said, فَيُزَيِّنُ فِي صَلَاتِ And that man started to beautify his prayer. Better. Even doing the intention in the very beginning was for the sake of Allah. And in the middle of the salah, he noticed that a man was sitting in the masjid or at home, observing and looking at him. Then he started to even make them better. Look, so subhanAllah, the intention was good in the beginning, in the middle of the act. Now I'm not perfecting it for the sake of Allah. I'm just perfecting to impress others or to please others. So intention or taking account of one's intention is so important and so great. The last part, insha'Allah ta'ala, you look at the, the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon you. Not simply you recognize them, but also you know that you will be questioned about them. Allah says, ثُمَّ Every ni'mah, every favor, 
every blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with or bestowed upon us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask us about that ni'mah. How did we use it? How did we use it? So you look at the ni'am that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us and to give shukr. How you give shukr? By, by using them in a way that, it, that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith, لا تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل عن أربع. A servant's two feet will not move away on judgment day. You will not go anywhere on judgment day before you are asked about four things. Your life, how you spend it. Your knowledge, how you acted upon it. And then your wealth, where you got it from and where you spent it. And then when Jismi, his body and how he used it. So the person, inshallah ta'ala, must try his best to take advantage of each and every opportunity to do something that insha'Allah ta'ala will bring him closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. So this is very important insha'Allah ta'ala. I always say if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you, if Allah blesses you and you are awake during that time in the middle of the night, you're awake since it's a new year, okay, end the 2019 with two rak'ahs and start the 2020 with two rak'ahs. So you ended one year with an act of worship and you started the new year with an act of worship. Do that. If, you, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and you are awake in the middle. Even though I'm not a big fan of celebrating these things at all, I'm against it. But if you are awake, then end the 2019 with an act of worship and start the 2020 with an act of worship. This is by itself is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And use those two rak'ahs as they call it salah, just salat with tawbah. Did you hear that? The salat with tawbah, two rak'ahs to seek Allah's forgiveness for whatever mistakes you have done in the 2020, in the 2019, and you pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that year a blessed year for the Muslim ummah, Allahumma ameen. To make it a blessed year, a year that is filled with prosperity, happiness, good health, and pleasure for each and every one of us. Allahumma ameen. Bi'idhnillah. Barakallahu feekum. Wa jazakumullahu khayr.